You know, in a lot of cases, as we set up an outbound channel, we start prospecting, it doesn't work and we wonder why and then things don't go well and then it gets very upsetting and then the team hates it and the team hates us and it's no good. We need to avoid that. We need to get better prospect and we need to make sure that we do the right process with the right tools. Fortunately, I had Aiken Ober from GreenCube come in and share with us exactly how to do that. And she is a superstar. This is definitely somebody that you need to keep an eye on. Definitely follow Aiken Ober from GreenCube. She rocks it. And she comes in and shares exactly what you need to be thinking out of so you can get better at your outbound. You can make sure that it's very successful. You can make sure that your team is happy with it and that you have talented team members who get better and grow and learn and become superstars for you. This is an episode you're going to want to watch if you have an outbound strategy. Here we go. Welcome to Sastery in the Making, the podcast that features the people who made the software world what it is today and the leaders who are shaping the future of technology. Here's your host, Matt Wallach. Hello and welcome to Sastery in the Making. Thank you very much for coming. I'm super excited to have you here and I am delighted to have my special guest with us today, Aiken Ober. Aiken, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Matt. It's a pleasure being here. I'm really excited to talk about uh, different topics and uh, and be on this platform with you. Yeah, I, I, I am so glad you're here. So as many of you know, I do this show every week and hopefully you're subscribed to the show. By the way, if you're not subscribed to the show, get subscribed. We're talking about ways of generating a lot of extra revenue for your company, scaling, growing, mm -hmm. getting a dream exit at the end of the line as well. So definitely hit that subscribe so you can hear amazing creators and innovators tell you exactly how to do that. And I'm, I, I talk with a lot of great people every week, but this week in particular, I have one of my very awesome clients, Aiken. She's worked with me for a few months now, and it's been so awesome working with her. And she is incredible. You're going to love her. And I not you know, most of the time I don't talk to clients, but this one, it's really special to me. So definitely treat her nice audience. And Aiken, thank you again for coming on the show. Thank you so much. That's uh, thank you for the warm welcome. I'm really excited. For sure. Let me tell everybody about you so they know mm -hmm. who you are. So Aiken is the CEO of GreenCube. And GreenCube is an all-in-one prospecting platform that enables mm -hmm. sales professionals, recruiters, entrepreneurs, and others to conduct conduct personalized outreach at scale. It's doing some really, really cool stuff and people are really leveling up through it. So Aiken, I'm so grateful you're here. Thanks for being here. Of course, it's a pleasure being here. I'm excited to talk more about GreenCube and uh, and sales and get those founders uh, some insights into the product. I love it. I love it. So let's kick it off. Tell me what's been going on with you lately and what do you have coming up? Yeah, it's actually been a very, very busy month uh, this past month. Uh, we just launched our new upgraded platform in December. We upgraded the user interface so that the subscribers have more access to the information about their prospects. So now what they're able to do when they come onto the platform is learn much more insight about their prospects. So this could be anything from their personality profile. Is your prospect agreeable? Are they conscientious? Are they likely to respond to you? All these stuff that I think salespeople really care about, right? So um, seeing these in charts and graphs, hexagons, really make that prospecting experience uh, a breeze. So we're really excited to uh, get feedback on the platform with the new updates. That's so cool. I love when new stuff comes out. It's mm -hmm. always exciting. It's always fun, both when I'm a, a buyer and also when I'm part of that team rolling that stuff out. That's always great. I want to talk about some of that, but I want to go back before we do. I want to learn what inspired you to come up with GreenCube. How did this all come about? 
Yeah, that's a, that's a fantastic question. I think that's the question that's uh, really important for founders. You really need to understand why you built the company and really hold those uh, facts and values close to your heart. So we saw three main issues in the sales enablement and prospecting industry. Uh, one of them was that there's an overwhelming amount of data and there's no way of sorting that data, right? You have all these prospects, all these talent, all this information, and you get this vast amount of information and you don't really know what to do with it, no. right? And what it results in, which is the second issue, is ineffective mass outreach. So when you see all of this information, you're kind of crippled by it, right? So the immediate knee-jerk reaction is, okay, I'm just going to mass outreach to these people because I don't have time to really learn about my prospects. I don't have time to learn about the talent. So what do I do? Mass outreach, right? And then the third issue that we saw in the industry was accessing private information. So use of private data is, um, there is a lot of curbing through regulation. Uh, there are sustainability issues. So we wanted to really address that by touching public information. So what we did is we built GreenCube with these uh, three issues in mind. So integration was one of the most important things that we focused on. So we compiled a massive amount of universe of data on potential prospects by scouring different platforms and the, as I mentioned, the, this universe is not really useful unless you curate it and organize it. So what we did is, okay, let's use our algorithm, our AI, to organize and curate this data so that our subscribers are able to find their prospects effectively and efficiently, right? How, how beautiful is that? So the, the third part that's, that was really important to us is um, accessing public information, right? And making this easy through public data. So we don't want your you know, personal phone number to ring unless it's been publicly available, made available. So we wanted to respect data and we ensure that we only touch public information so that you don't get that kind of off email and have that uh, kind of emotion, that negative emotion that you don't want your prospects to have. So these gaps were uh, the reasons uh, why we founded, created GreenCube. That's so amazing. And, and yeah. there's other systems that do something similar, but how does GreenCube differ? What, yeah. what makes it unique? Yeah, there is definitely. So those are the three things that I think are very important to keep in mind when you're looking at GreenCube. Those are the uh, unique factors that you're seeing at GreenCube. To give our audience a little bit more of an understanding of the, of the industry, as you mentioned, there are a few platforms to allow you to find prospects, right? So what you do on these pro uh, platforms is that you plug in some information, right? The title, the company information, who you're looking for. And in most or all cases, you get hundreds of thousands of leads, information. In some cases, in some cases, you don't even get the person that you're looking for. Like their title doesn't match. So the criteria that you put in there, it doesn't align with the outcome, right? So that's a, that's a, that's a really problematic uh, part of prospecting and it really discourages you, right? You're asking the system to do something and it's doing it. It's creating more jobs, more uh, tasks for you, right? So we do things differently. What, we, what we're what we trying to do again is that we don't want you to look for the needle in the haystack, right? How about we give you a very curated list of people who are likely to respond to you? 
the titles are correct. You don't have to sort through, you know, vast amount of data. Beautiful, right? It's a, it, it's a prospecting platform that doesn't let you waste time. So we're against, again, productivity is such a focus, I think, these days. But uh, it's really good to keep in mind that prospecting the high emotion, high energy, you got to keep your uh, people happy and, uh, and productive. So that's, um, that's more of the prospecting uh, industry, I would say. And then there's also sales enablements, right? So there are a lot of platforms that allow you to conduct the outreach, right? So that's the second part of it. So what do people do? A lot of salespeople take the prospects from platform A, where they enter their information, then they take it into and plug it into platform B, where they can use that information to outreach, right? So they want to send out messages. And the Initial, I think whenever, you know, a lot of uh, people talk about personalization, but personalization is not entering in your message. Hi, brackets, first name, <laughs> right? It's exactly, you know, that that's not really personalized. It's just your name. And you know what? Sometimes they get your title wrong. Sometimes they get your name wrong. Sometimes they get your company wrong. And it's just like, you kind of feel like you're a pawn in the game almost. Mm -hmm. And the prospect that you're reaching out to has this off feeling, right? So they For don't sure. really feel like they are special. What do you want to do as a salesperson? You want to make the person feel special. I've spent time with you. I've spent time looking at your profile. I know a little bit about you. Hey, you posted this recently. Hey, I know this about your company. So there is a, there is that research aspect of it. But obviously, with the amount of data with the traditional platforms, people just have the knee-jerk reaction of just inputting first name, right? So GreenCube allows its subscribers to personalize that message and make it very easy for them. So get to know your prospects, right? Draft a message that really resonates with that person. And I think this is all based in psychology as well, right? Because humans have a, a kind of a feeling that it makes it necessary for them to reciprocate with... Mm -hmm. You know, when you're given a gift, you want to give it back. This could be material, but this could also be something like a deed, a generous act, your time. So if you have spent time to research, you have spent time, taking time out of your day to do this, they want to reciprocate by responding to you and spending some time saying, hey, you know what? This is not the best uh, source for me, maybe, but here's a contact oh, this is actually a great source. I'd love to talk to this person who has taken the time to really understand my needs, right? So GreenCube was, again, built with these in mind, and uh, that's how we do things differently. We really want to keep these uh, gaps in mind and those knee-jerk reactions that are not really beneficial to the salesperson or um, the person who is really doing that prospecting. I love it. It's so beautiful and it's super uh, amazing what you talked about. I, I want to go back a little bit. You mentioned that doing it the right way gets the salespeople happier. They become happier because it's working and their efforts are paying off and they're actually seeing results. And that's such a big deal. And a lot of times people are purely focused on from a management perspective. I just want whatever the end result is. But keeping those people happy can actually get you better results. And if they're using the right processes, if they're using the right tools, it's going to get the results, which of course will make you happy. It's going to lead to better bottom line, but it's also going to make them happy. It's It can be very, you know... Uh, 
unfortunate and sad when somebody who actually has some talent is working hard, but they just don't have the right process. They don't have the right tactics. They don't have the right tools. And all of their efforts are kind of being wasted. And usually what will happen is they'll think that they're not good at it. They'll leave. And now you lost a, an opportunity to have a great team member. Exactly. And think about all that training uh, dollars that you put into that person, uh, the cultural impact that you have right when someone leaves. You really want to retain that information, that person, uh, that person's uh, value add. Right. But if it's not uh, utilized correctly, exactly like you said, if the process is not there, um, then they are going to get discouraged. Right. So because they're not getting the outcome that they want to get. So true. So true. OK, so. We've got salespeople. They're, they're, they're needing to generate a lot of pipeline. What are some of the best methods you've seen for salespeople to, to start to create some pipeline that's going to work well for them? Yeah, I think uh, process is very important, right? So building a pipeline is, um, it comes through different uh, avenues, right? So you can't just use one method. You can't just email that person. You need to really learn about your prospect and how are you doing that? You're going on their LinkedIn, you're going on their company information, you're doing th that research. And if you have GreenCube, everything is in one place. But if you're able to rely on that process of follow-ups through multiple outreach platforms, that's the key for salespeople, right? To generate that pipeline. Because I do see a lot of people um, making mistakes around their follow-ups, right? They kind of stop. And, and you always talk about that, right? If you are trying to reach out to someone, a qualified lead, you don't stop with one message, right? You really want to get to the, if you think that that person is qualified, they need your product, you can make their lives better. And you just need to highlight that. You just need to keep continue uh, continue on messaging and calling and getting a hold of them with different messages. Again, this is not going to happen through no information about that person and automated outreach. It's just it needs to be very particular. Pain points. Know their pain points, right? Mm -hmm. This is something that you always highlight as well. Knowing the pain points and highlighting those in your messages give that gives that information that gives a feeling that the lead really knows that you have done your research and you get me, right? So that's a really important part of the process. I think salespeople just really need to, um, you know, continue that follow up. And if they have, if the lead has shown interest keep the follow-up going, right? Because we have busy calendars. Sometimes you can't get a hold of someone because they're on vacation, their inbox is filled with emails. So you just need to, I think, keep the follow-ups going. And um, the third part I think uh, that is very important is response time. If your lead responds to you, you need to get back to them within that minute. For time sure. is everything. You have amazing data around that. I do. It's something that we train about and we've talked about that about, you know, we call it speed to lead and fast yep. response times. And if you can get to them quicker, quicker than anybody else, you're going to be the one that wins the deal. It's just, it's just data. It's stats. So I love that. I'm glad that I'm glad that you're, you're taking that to heart and making it happen. And I want to know, speaking in terms of your own growth, I know there's a lot of our audience who are software founders themselves. Yep. They're trying to figure out what they can do and try and model things. So in your own evolution, your growth of your company and yourself, what were some of the best strategies that you made mm -hmm. along the way, Aiken? 
Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And um, I am, I have reflected on that previously. And I think, you know, when I look at my background, I have a background as an investment banker and a lawyer, right? I don't have a background as a salesperson, but sales is so important in, in business, right? If you're founding a business, you need to keep, keep your eyes on the kind of the target, right? And you need to make sure that you're growing the sales with a process that you need. So actually you have been in, incredible in my growth and uh, you know, the insights that you have provided, the process that we are able to implement with you has been crucial in me gaining confidence, right? In sales and making sure that the team is taken care of. So I think as a founder, one of the things that, uh, you know, strategies that I have followed or the things that I have learned, it all goes back to reflecting on kind of what you are, lacking right and focusing on that and making sure that you're handling that part of the process and finding a solution either it's uh, gaining the getting the resources that you need or or else you just gotta deal with that head on i agree and and that's very kind of you thank you so much to uh to say that stuff about me that's super nice of you and i i have been so impressed by the the growth that you've made from some of this stuff that i've shared but it's really cool to see what you're doing overall but let's look at kind of some of the opposite. So that's some stuff that's helped you. What are some of the mistakes that you've made that you wish, oops, wish we didn't do that? Yeah, okay. Uh, there have been a lot of those actually. Uh, as you're kind of building the company, you're building the team, even before you're building the team, you gotta like focus on the product, you gotta focus on people, you gotta have uh, you know your plan and everything. But I think uh, what has been very challenging is, um, is hiring. Right. I think this comes out uh, in discussions with founders. Um, you know, whenever I, I talk to a founder, um, they talk about their experience in hiring. And what I would recommend uh, to other founders who are going through this process is that they need to look for transparency whenever they are having conversations with candidates. Um, diligence, process orientation and transparency. It's very difficult to tell during an interview, but I think in the past we have focused on various different criteria. Do they have the industry experience? Uh, how many years have they you know, spent in sales? How many years have they spent in operation? But it actually goes back to the person's passion and those three things that I mentioned process orientation, uh, diligence, as well as transparency. So those are the things that, you know, I've learned from my hiring, uh, you know, processes and corrected that. And now I think when we're looking at any candidate with those in mind, uh, we really feel empowered. And it's been, it's been a great uh, run since, since those, uh, those learnings happened. I love it. I need to follow that advice because that's one of the things that I've had to struggle with in the past is finding the right person. I think sometimes I see somebody in an interview process and I say, whoa, this is going to be a home run. And they get in and they're definitely not a home run and they're definitely struggling and we have to let them go. And there's other times yeah. where somebody barely, barely qualifies and I kind of take a chance on them and then they come mm -hmm. in and are amazing. So I, I, I like that, that, especially the transparency, I think is really important and really getting to understand who they are. Love that. What, what do you feel like uh, really kind of resonates with you when that person is barely making it? But what is that thing? Is it the energy that you feel from them? Is it the passion? Usually I am looking for that. And it's been it's been great, especially with salespeople looking for that energy. If they're barely making it, 
but they have the energy and passion. It's been so powerful, right? Yeah, so true. I love that. It's a great way to put it. For me, if they're barely making it, the only reason I would accept them if they're barely there is because I see a potential and I see opportunity and I want to believe in them. And if they come with energy and passion, like you're saying, that shows me that they're going to want to put the work in. They're going to want to make it make it work out. And so they're going to do everything they can to learn and grow and get to the point where they become super successful. So uh, maybe maybe that's more of what I should aim for is finding some of that, especially since those are things that we know especially within a sales process, energy and passion can connect you to your buyer extremely well. Exactly. I think it comes through, right? I think one of the things that you mentioned is confidence. I think confidence comes through having your process right and really having confidence in that process that it's, you know, it's the right one, right approach, and you're out there, you're building that relationship. So it's so important seeing that energy, but it's not that, you know, the necessarily the sales charisma that you're looking for, right? It's, it's all about that diligence, the process orientation, mm -hmm. because you taught me something very valuable. You know, I, I told you about my background. And I was like, Matt, I don't know if I can sell anything. <laughs> I don't know if I'm a salesperson. I don't know if I'll really get to that point. But you told me that it's never about the, never about being a salesperson. It's about following the process, knowing your process, and knowing what to say, what to do, and when. So that's been so powerful for me. And uh, and I think you know, based on my uh, success in in sales, my team's success, I think that speaks volumes. Again, it's, it's all about the, the process orientation. Well, I'm, I'm so glad to hear that, that that resonated with you and that you applied it and actually made it work. Some people hear it, but don't actually go do it. And you went out and lived it. It's been, been awesome watching you. Exactly. I, I, I want to say, Aiken, as we wrap up, what advice would you have for other software founders who are kind of in their early days trying to get to some successful levels? Yeah, two, two advice I think I'm going to echo again is focus on transparency in your culture. And second one is build out your process, whether that's for product development, uh, when to put it where, which team owns which part of the project, or is your sales process, right? How do you move the prospects throughout the, uh, the sales pipeline, right? So transparency and process, those are the two things that I think if you focus on those, uh, you'll succeed. That is fantastic. I think that is great advice and somebody starting out should absolutely follow. And even if you're not starting out, definitely go follow that as well. Aiken, this has been awesome. I want to make sure people can get in touch with you. How can our audience learn more about you and GreenCube? Of course, if you uh, if you guys are out there, uh, want to learn about uh, GreenCube, guys and gals, uh, go to our website, www.greencube.ai. Uh, contact me on LinkedIn. I'm Aiken Ober, easily uh, findable on there uh, on LinkedIn or email me at eober at greencube.ai. Fantastic. And we'll put all that into the show notes as well so you can grab that. But Aiken, thank you so much. This has been fantastic. Thank you so much. And I hope that everyone uh, got the information, uh, the, the bits and pieces of uh, that valuable information that they are looking for. So thank you so much for creating this platform, Matt, and having me on the, on the podcast. My pleasure. It's been great having you here. And, and everybody else out there watching, listening, thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Definitely make sure you're subscribed to the show. You saw the amazing pieces of wisdom that Aiken shared. You don't want to miss that on any other upcoming episodes. So hit that subscribe button right now and you will be all set. And then I will see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.